Welcome to the Right to Reason podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stanley. Today, a couple friends of the podcast laugh with me about why Christian podcasts are the worst. It's the Right to Reason podcast. It was a News 8 investigation last February which first raised questions about Copeland's apparently personal use of his new church jet. This is a preaching machine. Robert Stanley of the Right to Reason podcast, which is an atheist podcast, is going to be on today. So we have a good talk, and it's very kind and compassionate, and we give each other time to speak, and we don't shout over each other, because you can talk about difficult things in a rational way. My big takeaway from this, from what I learned from this, and it's kind of what I already thought, atheism looks really deep on the surface, but as you dig in, you realize how shallow it is. The size of your seed will determine the size of your harvest. I don't understand why, but there's something happens at a level where people step into faith and give $1,000 that don't happen at other levels. You're going to have a breakthrough through this $273 seed. All you've got is $1,000. Listen, that's not enough money anyway to buy the house. You're trying to get in the apartment. You're trying to buy the house. That's not enough money anyway. You get to that phone and you put that seed in the ground and watch God work it out. And you ask the questions. I offer them to Pastor John and he answers them. That's how it works on the Ask Pastor John podcast. And we get a lot of questions about relationships and dating and marriage. And of course, a lot of questions about sex. In the last month, 10 questions have arrived on the question of oral sex. The question is all the same. Pastor John, is this a practice that's permissible in a Christian marriage, or is this always sinful? I had enough money to buy a beautiful Cessna Citation jet, cash. And since there's so much jealousy in this room tonight that I can feel over this, a few weeks later, I bought another one worth three times what that one was, cash. Act happy over my blessing, folks. Pastor Creflo Dollar of the World Changers Church International facing harsh criticism after starting a fundraising campaign to buy this $65 million luxury private jet. If I want to believe God for a $65 million plane, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me from dreaming. Healing, go into those knees. Arthritis, go in the name of Jesus. Tumors. Go in the name of Jesus. That one calling with lupus. Lupus, you foul devil. You bow to the name of Jesus. Lupus, you bow to the name of Jesus. You go in Jesus' name. plastic surgery is considered a sacrament, it's the comedy spectacular, Thou Shalt Laugh. And now, please welcome your host, two-time Emmy winner and star of Everybody Loves Raymond, Patricia Heaton. Thank you so much. Tonight, you're going to see some of the best and brightest comedians on the planet. And what's more, they're all Christians. That is correct. Well, evaluate this with me, if you will. Um, I'm in a Christian bookstore the other day, and uh, I'm not making this up. They're selling Christian breath mints. 
Have you seen these? They're, they're called testaments. <sighs> that breath is evil, okay? This episode of the Right to Reason podcast is brought to you by our patrons and contributors like me. We have all recognized the value of the unrestrained marketplace of ideas and have decided to make a difference. You can make a difference too. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash right and learn more about your right to reason at the right to reason.com. Your activism is appreciated. All right, recording. Howdy. Hey. What's going on? What's going on? We got everybody here today. Uh, Jason Hannerfeld, you guys can find him on SoundCloud. His link will be in the show notes, but it's it's just a lot of badass rock and roll, right? Yeah, hard hard rock atheist themes. Awesome. Also, everybody knows Ben Fama Jr. Uh, you can find Hola, all. Como estas? <laughs> como estas? We can find all his content on YouTube. Uh, check out his video, "Reasons to Believe," and also a virus called Fear. You've probably seen reasons. I, I actually had somebody been reach out to me. Oh, what was it? It was earlier this week. I was talking to somebody and and trying to set them up to come on the podcast. I don't remember if it was a Christian or an atheist. You would think atheist, but I actually I don't think it was because uh, I usually talk to more Christians than atheists <laughs> anyway. But the uh, the guy uh, he. He said, oh, hey, you got to check out this video. And I'm like, oh, that's my friend. He's like, what, really? I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, oh, that's fucking crazy. But anyway, yeah, he, he actually sent me a link to Reasons to Believe. But I say all that to say, if you're listening, you've seen Reasons to Believe, you totally want to check out Virus Called Fear because that's pretty badass. But didn't you get in a little hot water as soon as the pandemic thing started with that name? Oh, with the Virus Called Fear? Yeah, because yeah, everyone's like searching for it, like searching for virus and fear on google yeah. so it's like it just i mean that's cool for me i got the algorithm going with it so yeah but you probably got a lot yeah. of conspiracy theories yeah, nice choice of words bro <laughs> yeah smooth move well he, he did it like what five years before this thing yeah i did that in 2012 and yeah, then uh, yeah. reasons to believe was in 2007 but I, I but i purposely did call it reasons to believe well you know based off of reasons but what's funny is is that there's a christian website called reasons to believe so half the time people request the facebook they think they're going to that christian website i was like nope you're coming in. <laughs> nice <laughs> go learn Welcome today to the abyss <laughs> and uh, check out unapologetics uh, Brent Lee and his wife Nikki uh, make an awesome couple on that and co-hosts. Google will autocorrect for that, right? So you have to like make sure it doesn't yeah. do the CS; it to, does X. It's, yeah, it's with the X at the end. I know it always does that. It's like you probably meant this. You're like, no, no, I meant yeah. the X. Every, every time I search you out, it does that to me. It does uh, sends me to un, like unapologetics, but with a different spelling. But anyway, yeah. everybody's links are in the show notes if anybody got lost during that whole thing. But thank you guys so much for. Uh, joining me today i wanted to wanted to talk about how much christian podcasts suck um <laughs> let me play you guys something these are who is this the bible belt bros these guys are horrible hold on one second i'm gonna start them over they got like fun music to let you know they're fun so just a couple yeah i was a little disappointed <laughs> that this wasn't a christian bdsm <laughs> Bible Belt Bros. You guys. Oh my God. Get dates. So, Dusty and I are married, so we obviously know how to do this. Right. That does not mean anything. Just because you're married doesn't mean you. Anyway, all right. He jerk. said he he, he, he said they're not married, right? They, no, they're married, not to each other, but they're oh, they're married to to. Yeah, I, I mean, some I thought they said that they weren't married. But. Unfortunate. 
<laughs> in the game for a, quite a while, but I think we can still. No, we, I mean, you put Michael Jordan on a basketball court and he's still going to be able to dunk. <laughs> Thanks for assuming I was a Michael Dor- Jordan of dating. No, you're Michael Dor- 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 yes. They've got great chemistry. You can tell they fucking hate each other in real life. Here's our favorite Christian pickup line. I think they hate themselves. They should. That, yes. They should kill themselves. Okay, here comes here comes their first pickup line. The Secret Service apparently has a new training where they can no longer yell get down. Now they yell Donald Duck. Horrible. That is fucking stupid. That's not even a pickup line. That's he wanted to start with a joke. Yeah, which is what they are. Not the guys to help you find dates in the church. Imagine being like, imagine being such a douchebag that you do like a comedy podcast that it. The funny part is you trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Like that is God. I mean that's that's right in my wheelhouse. (laughs) That is your life. That is. Brent's like, no, I kind of sympathize with these guys. Let's move on to the next clip, right? This is exactly how it's it. like when you watch American Idol and those people can't sing. And it's like, yes. how did you go through your whole entire life and no one told you you couldn't sing? And now you're on national television not singing. Yes. I well, that's what happens that when you have Jesus. It's like Dunn and Kruger like crazy. This guy has 58 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, 50, 57 of them are probably Nigerians. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they're just watching to try to learn English, and they're going to, like, get over here and not pick up any chicks. Now, this is what the Indian dudes are watching that just ask for Bob's and Vagine or something. This yeah, is, Bob's and Vagine. This is, it's not their fault. They just were listening to the wrong podcast and had no idea this doesn't work. I'm going to watch a Christian show. It's going to teach me how to pick up girls. I love it. Wow. We're going to be the guys to help you find dates in the church. Here's our no, best you're not. lines for 2020. <laughs> hey, baby, you float my ark. It sounded like he said, fuck my ark, but he said, you float my ark. But you know what? Oh. Hey, hey baby, you float my ark. Which seems, it seems a little dirty for Christians, but they're like, they're like, they're hip Christians. Bro, you're not alone on that. When I first Maybe heard it, I was like, the "What the hell did he just say?" That would actually work better. Like that's that that's a good way to pick up chicks. It's just to say something offensive right off the bat, and they get like frustrated, and then you like work your way back from that. But you have their interest. Like that totally works. That's the old Patrice O'Neill bit. Like you just you just say something like, "I bet your pussy stink," and they'll be like, "What?" And they get all pissed off, and you're like, oh, "Come on, I'm just messing with you. I'm a little nervous. You're a very pretty girl. I probably shouldn't have said. I don't know why I said that. I'm such an idiot. Like." Oh, I forgive you. Like that shit, you know, that would work a lot better than you float my ark. That sounds creepy. Yeah, dude, I, I would just love to walk into a church and just while everybody's intently listening, getting prepared for the today's sermon, just be like, "There's whores in this house," <laughs> <laughs> and just have that shit echo around the whole church, man. Oh my god, the, the face melting that would ensue. <laughs> I don't even know why you would do that. Like, I don't get, I don't get the yeah, joke. I, don't, I, don't even, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, funny. Thought, it's it's it a funny, funny idea. But <laughs> the awkwardness would be funny afterwards. Yes, that's true. Well, that's true. <laughs> you have a fifty-fifty chance of turning somebody on with your braveness. Do you remember when you were a Christian and uh, like you would go to church and some chick would be dressed like real sexy and like you would just stare at her the whole time? <laughs> It'd make it sexier, like a fart in a funeral, you know, where it's like not that that's sexy, but. 
It's like it makes it funnier at a funeral. You know what I mean? Like, and you just be right. like, man, I bet she is such a whore. Dude, that would that would be my first pickup line. If I said, if you see the sexy dressed chick at church, the, don't don't walk up to her and say you float my ark. Say don't some say, shit yeah. like, hey, you want to get the fuck out of here and sin? <laughs> that would work. That would probably work. All right, I'm gonna do the next. You one. know, you have a pretty good chance of her going, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Say that to the pastor's kid. Okay. We'll get out a green check. All right. All right. All right, Andrew. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying these to you. I'm saying, oh, I'm saying these to you. I'm not trying to. Whoa. No, 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 no. Oh, Whoa. We got to. Yeah, so, it can't uh, be, you know, yeah, that would yeah, come yeah. off as gay at all. Last night, I was reading the book of numbers. <laughs> yeah, we're, they're obviously still unsure. Right. <laughs> That's why they both got uncomfortable when he said it. They were both like, <laughs> let's make I mean, this into a joke quick before, before we think about this. I'm not saying it. Like right now, I know I've said it before, but right, exactly. They both, they, <laughs> look, they both have beards. Any one of them could be a fuck face. For sure. <laughs> All right, here's here's the other guy's awesome pickup line. So, uh, hey, baby. Last night I was reading a book of numbers and realized I don't have yours. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, because the he book just, is the same. Yeah, and he okay. just did the the finger guns and his buddies like nodding like hell yeah. Like pow pow oh, motherfucker. Like the, the first one they were they were like making fun of themselves almost. But like this one he actually thinks that's a good that's a good pickup line. He sounds like the type of guy that would look in the mirror and point and click, you know, and wink. Exactly. Hey, well, good, I, buddy. I do that. <laughs> that's a cool thing to do. <laughs> Thou shall not I, I don't, I don't think that would work in a Baptist church, man. The chick would be like, you're damn right you don't got my motherfucking number. <laughs> yeah, Baptist chicks go hard. Yeah, they do. You got to get them Pentecostals. They'll suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's just as bad as rolling up on some chick and going, the Lord's not coming, but you can. That's like, actually, that's pretty good. That's like, a, wasn't that more atheist, though? Yeah. He's not uh, well, coming, yeah, but that's but what I'm saying. I am. Atheist, I atheist pickup lines are way easier. <laughs> Yeah. So we got all the religions to play with. How about this one? Uh, are you a Pastafarian? Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Somebody explain what a Pastafarian is in case somebody doesn't, one of the listeners doesn't know. I, I have no idea. Really? You don't know? A Pastafarian is the people who believe in the uh, spaghetti god. Oh, yeah. that's right. The flying okay. spaghetti yeah. monster. All right. Yeah, as, as a mock of, and, of and God. Believe, and he likes to diddle you with his noodly appendage. <laughs> his noodly appendage, yes. Okay, I have heard of this. If there is people that are listening don't know what it is, it's, it's basically a mockery of religion. So it, they treat it as a religion. They don't really believe in it, but they walk around with, like, you know, the noodle shit on their heads. And the I think it's hilarious. Yeah, the, spaghetti, the, the spaghetti strainers. They actually, you can yeah. actually put a spaghetti strainer on your head and have your license picture taken. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's, yeah. your, it's your religion, you know, that's all you have to say. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of photos like that online. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. awesome. That was my joke, as if uh, you ask a chick, are you a pastafarian? And she says, why? And you say, because I want to touch you with my noodly appendage. Uh, <laughs> that's an atheist, atheist pickup line. How about this one? Nice jeans. Want to go half in on a baby? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's atheist. I guess because the selfish gene in Dawkins, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm yeah. guessing. I don't know. <laughs> are Are you a goddess? Because you look unreal. Oh, that's not. That's horrible. Wow. That's as bad as one of theirs. That's how the shit sits. Right that's there. As, that's... That is as bad as one of the Christian ones. <laughs> or you could say, "Let's fuck like God's not watching." That's pretty cool. That's a cool thing to say. Yeah, God's not watching. Because it's the shock factor. Like, yes. Holy. Yeah, it's got the shock. It's a little rapey. 
Yeah. <laughs> it okay. comes off a little rapey. You don't want to just that doesn't shouldn't be the first thing you say to somebody. Not the... <laughs> wait, wait till you I'm get to know him a little, maybe. Uh, all right, I'm done with these guys. Here's here's one. This oh, one's equally. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. I have the ultimate pickup line. All right, and this will work in a Christian church or in an atheist, you know, get together. Did it hurt when you listened to the Right to Reason podcast, motherfucker? Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but wait, I, I, I think the best the, the best one is this one, guys. Don't forget this one. I big bang long time. I don't know how that. Yeah. That was it. That was, oh, you're done. Got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jason, you're my favorite guest ever. <laughs> hey, I'm hung like Jesus. Oh shit, that's the best that one. Oh, that I might not good. be Jesus, but you can still nail me. Nice. That's better. That, yeah. That is go. not bad. Okay. Brent. Brent on the fly. Everybody's offered one. You got to just make one up right now. Go. Did it? Hurt she, I can't know. <laughs> you start the one he said. I, I, I didn't prepare for that. I, I Actually, I got a story about that. Um, on the so there was, I'm not good at pickup lines. <laughs> there was this, um, don't worry, I'm saving you. I'm saving you. There was this dude that uh, at my church when I was going to church, and, and my dad was a preacher, and I was little, and he was like a missionary guy, and he would say comments like that. He would say, did it hurt? And you'd say, what? And he says, when you fell from heaven. Like he would yeah, say that to like everybody. He said it to me, and I was a kid, which is a little creepy. But anyway, but I remember he had this one uh, where he would say, did it hurt? And you go, Oh, here he goes, uh, you know, Pastor Billy, and then and then he stuck his thumb up my ass. But anyway, but no, but he says, uh, <laughs> "Did it?" Did it <laughs> but, Catholic. Church, I laugh because it lets the pain out. Uh, but yeah, he's, I, he's, say, I was Catholic. I went to a Catholic church. If you heard pickup lines, it was a problem. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, so he says, yeah, "Did it hurt?" And and I and I you know, you're like, "What?" And he says, "When you had the plastic surgery, because your face is so perfect." And you're like, "Oh, you got me." Haha. So okay, <laughs> oh, so we're candidating. We're candidating, which if you don't know, it's just like politics. I used to call it pastoral politics because the pastor goes and candidates at different churches and tries to get the highest salary. <laughs> and if it's a you know, it's a nice area. I mean, he's got a family to take care of. But but still, it's sure. it it's like politics but anyway so we're candidating at this one church and i go up to the deacon's wife and i try to like do the same line and i say did it hurt and she said what i'm like the plastic surgery and that's where i stopped i didn't even do it right and this this poor unfortunate old woman is so offended and she looks at me and says yes i didn't think anyone could tell it did hurt when i went through the windshield of that car it cut, she literally says this, it cut my face up like hamburger meat. And we just stood there staring at each other for a solid 30 seconds. It was so uncomfortable. God, that's I, like so something that would happen in a sitcom. Yes. Like, but that like sitcom moment. It was just, I had nothing to say. Like I couldn't even tell she had plastic surgery. They, they, they did a great job. She, but for the rest of her life, she stood up be self-conscious. Like, how the fuck did that kid know? That kid. I am a monster. That little son of a bitch bastard came up to me, and do you know what he said? <laughs> we didn't get the church, by the way, and I, I, am, I would not be surprised if that was part of it, because it was the head deacon's wife. So she's probably like, I, I don't like the way they raise their kids, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just bringing up my painful experiences and shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so horrible. Uh, all right, here's um, this one's really rough. It's Paul and Morgan. Paul and Morgan. This is this isn't funny as much as it's just it's it's even cringier than the last guys. It's a couple trying to be cute together. And if we get one comment that says, "How dare you tell me how to live my life?" Why are you going to tell me how to live my life? We're not telling you how to live your life. 
they're so fun together. Man, they're lying. Yeah. Go to the Word of God and let the Word of God tell you. Someone's gonna tell you how to live your life. Is it gonna be yourself or is it gonna be someone uh, higher than you? What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm Paul. <laughs> I'm I, I, I like just does that. Higher than me, tell me how to live. I mean, I smoke a lot of weed, but I mean, damn, if you're higher than me, come on, give me that advice, just, man. I love how he's like, it's going to be you, yourself, or God. Hi, guys, it's me. And <laughs> like, he just starts right in, like, all right, enough hijinks, back to the show. All right, I feel like our show is being personally attacked here. <laughs> <laughs> do you, that's, do you... still not, that's still not as bad as Jesus is my N-word. That, that video. Yes, that <laughs> oh, was. Yeah, that was just, wow. Paul and Morgan, the Paul and Morgan show. So, today's video. Oh, God. <laughs> to tackle what it looks like for husbands to lead and wives to submit, particularly in a Christian relationship, because we're going to be using the Bible as we should for all of our work. As we should. He's got a little a little southern drawl on his, his podcast performance. These guys have 135,000 subscribers on YouTube. It is an, an incredibly successful, this, this video alone, 50,000. I mean, that's, they must have the bar set so low. You know, yeah. it's a, a Christian. Everything has just yes. the bar set and like so such a low. You know, it's like they're playing the limbo with the fucking. <laughs> Jesus Hold on, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit, and you can tell just by listening to their their voices how they talk. They're saying wives submit to your husbands, and just because that's what the Bible says, and you know it's a fucking patriarchal whole system and all that. But you can tell yeah. this dude is her bitch. You know, <laughs> he is such like the the cuckoldry level in his voice is just insane. <laughs> He he begs to eat her pussy, and sometimes she lets him. <laughs> and the husband, should, but it still shouldn't take away from the wife maintaining a posture of husband. You're submitted before God. You're gonna have to get. He said you can voice your opinion, but. <laughs> oh, I am so gonna tell that to my wife. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, look, you can voice your opinion, but. <laughs> but shut the fuck up. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but honey, why do you have a headache every night? Yeah. <laughs> equal. Like, well, in a way, it is kind of equal. Like, it is equally as hard to lead a marriage as it is equally as hard to submit to a marriage. Wait, what? What? what the fuck? Wow. How the fuck do you get there? What the really? fuck? I don't know. That's a lot of granola, man. I can't <laughs> eat that much granola. It is equally hard to lead a marriage as it is to submit. So, like, like you're doing your part by being submissive to me but i'm doing my part by telling you what to do like this it's complicated always having <laughs> to you know get what you want and always have the final say on everything that's tough that's a but tough they're so full anybody. of it dude they are so what full of because you can tell he doesn't run shit you can just tell just the way that her <laughs> the way she talks you can tell she's just one she's she's a bitch you can whatever, tell it. Whatever you say, honey baby. Yeah. <laughs> and just on, because it's an audio medium, just on the appearance, he looks exactly like the guy from Superstore. The main dude yes. showed up from Superstore. Yeah, exactly it's like bizarre. And say he acts the same, too, it seems. like you know. Well, that's, I think that's what he's, he's going for a, a thing. You know, like he's trying to have a character. Like, that's how corny they are. They can't just be themselves. And, she, and she's trying to be all, like, cutesy, you know, because, yeah. I don't know. Because that she, sells. Yeah, because that, that works with her other podcast that's on OnlyFans. Of her and her wants and her needs. He doesn't know about that one. Leader. And God is going to <laughs> yeah. get on him for that. So justice will be brought. But also, 
as far as the women, you know, again, like, just because the husband isn't doing a super great job at times, I get it if the husband is just literally, like, abusive and horrible, like, you need to get... And has never given you an orgasm ever. <laughs> and you need to bring people into your marriage and, and call him out and get that fixed. But in a, you know, less extreme example, if Paul is just not being super great one day... Or if every now and then he forgets to love me in the way that I need She's to obviously me. talking about their sex life. Give me an excuse. You to are not being me, super great today. You know, just <laughs> to start Did you great, take your easy pills? Whatever. I'm called to go to the Lord and pray, like, Father, please help my husband. His face. Like, she started the whole thing like he's not leading properly as a Christian husband. And, like, the whole thing just obviously is talking about how he's not satisfying her. And he's just looking down at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. I got to get that medication, man. It's, he knows. I, know, I know. The meaning the are going for him. It's com, but. <laughs> so much of their podcast is, like, ads. For four hems.com. For the blue chew. Oh, where did this bad boy come from? Hey. Right there, right there. He says, Where'd this. They're talking about his watch. And that's the other thing, through just like skipping through their podcast, I realized like half their videos are just ads for whatever thing they're plugging. It's, it's you know, it's that old, that old cliche of. The church is just really trying to get your money, and now it's now it's on social media, and and everybody's doing it. Yeah, yeah, the the the, the Christian related products out there are just ridiculous at this point. And again, with the quality bar, is that it doesn't matter if you're in a fucking bathroom or not. Apparently, what's happening here? Yeah, I think they are in their bathroom. Let's work together. Very timely. Very timely. Yeah, it's very cool. So somebody probably told them that recording in the bathroom. Best spot ever. <laughs> Dallas stuff. <laughs> and if you got a shit, you could do it right there. We can't believe her. He's the one leading. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to lead my man right to those good decisions. <laughs> We're going to have a podcast in the bathroom, babe. Okay. You want to see my dick? <laughs> In case anybody doesn't doesn't know what Jason's referring to, uh, I, okay. So it, what was it? That was like a year ago. It couldn't have been that long. But basically, uh, when Dallas Stuff came on the podcast, he had his camera on and it showed his dick, and he was sitting on the toilet, and oh. <laughs> it was the best. Maybe he's just trying to lead the way. Speaking of dicks, here's Jim Baker. <laughs> nice segue, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, another one of those guys who should just shut the fuck up and die already. Him and Pat Robinson need to go. I'm just sad to see what's happening to America. We are living in the final days. And if we go the wrong direction, America is through. That's yeah. right. America is through. Yeah. But you have to use a check. A check. Yes. Your products are going to come to you. A what? A check? Every one of them will come yeah. to you. come right to your house. And if we can't, we are going to refund I will sell That's right. the buildings, parts of the buildings, <laughs> I love how he's, inside. 
I will sell the well parts of the buildings. I'm not going to sell the buildings. But there's that one spot I was going to sell anyway. What the fuck do you need walls? to check for if the world's going to fucking end? I don't like, know. What the fuck do you I think... need the money for if the world's ending? Right? You know, I get really tired of these motherfuckers that always talk about the end of the world. Like, it, like every time, it's like, how many end of the world is there supposed to be happening? Like, it's always the final days for like hundreds of years. Oh, oh. That, 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 okay, I, got, I can't hold up. It's never not the end of days. You know, that's it's it. always the end of fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna skip right past the rest of that Baker one because th- yeah, you got to see yeah. this. This is this is a, a Jim Baker show, and it's he he brings on a musician to help him sell his slop buckets of food, <laughs> and it is the <laughs> worst song I've ever heard in my life. Hold on. This song, I want to get his. What encouraged you to write this well, song? I, I love it when the you the get. Idea. What? Who gives a fuck? The idea with all the products, and I love the song, my girl. And and that Actually, shirt he's got I gotta on. Give a shout out to our yeah. <laughs> He's got like a, like one of those fat guy Hawaiian shirts that's like oh, yeah. is hoping those virginity. I choose you. Yeah, there's so much Maybe color. He's a Google boy. The, the, <laughs> yes, that's actually exactly what he looks like. Buy my bucket. Yeah, we're going to Civil War, bitches. Oh, that's so great. So call right now and let's get some salba into your system. It doesn't yeah. lower your cholesterol. What is salba? I don't know. It's something. I have no idea. It's some kind of food that he's saying, like, it's good for old people. Everything's directed at old people. You're just trying to get their yeah. money just before they fucking die. It's disgusting. That's what Indian yeah. scammers do. He's got it at home. Mm-hmm. Start <laughs> using it every day. Every day. Come on, people, and get the junk. Dejunk your house. Dejunk your house. <laughs> and get up and dance a little. Wow. <laughs> I love summertime. <laughs> on the next episode of Christian Hoarders. <laughs> I love so these segues, man. That, that's all he said. He's like he's like the douchebag at like a martini bar that's like there's like four people sitting in it, you know, and he's just like he's like, I love summertime. All right, here we go. <laughs> what? What is th- that was you didn't do anything. I'm trying to find common ground here. So soba is the Japanese name for buckwheat. Oh, okay. All right. They usually sure. make it into yeah. a noodle. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> You're welcome. Sure. <laughs> knowledge is power, bitches. <laughs> the, whole, the whole conversation, we're like laughing about his segment. The whole thing just... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. I'll see the contrast. <laughs> that's what we need you. Oh, oh, yeah. And get up and dance a little. Wow. <laughs> I love summertime. I've got burgers made of beans. They're It's not good. No. The word is end times, you jackass. That's the only end time that's coming. Like that's a great that's a great way to prove Jesus like exists. Like Jesus, please just suck in this shit right now. Yes. Just, you can prove that right now. Just end all this shit right now. Kill him. Now. Take him home. 
I feel like Jim Baker leans over right then and is like, this is the last time I'm letting one of your drug addict nephews He's so happy. End times. Oh, I got to do that again. It's all ending. This is great. Yeah, I swear to God, if that song gets stuck in my head, I'm never coming on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Hold on. I got to do that part where it goes, end times. <laughs> Everybody together. Talking about end times. End times. Grab your balls, son. That was so good. <laughs> they sound like they're saying, like, they're, they're, they sound like he was just uh, doing a magic show as a toddler at their Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, man. What? Like a I jingle don't... for prepping. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what? Jesus gave him three nails down, man. You know what's funny? That I'm actually starting to become a prepper myself, actually. Really? This whole pandemic thing kind of fucked with you? Like that, with bird idea at this point. I'm throwing that up. Huh? <laughs> he's, he's saying that's a pretty good idea right now. It is. Yeah. It's actually a really good idea right now. Especially you got a dictator like taking over. So. Do you guys ever feel like sometimes, like, even with just, like listening to the like what we're listening to and just, like, everything going on in the world, you're like, what the fuck happened to us as human beings? Right. Like, what, how did we devolve into such – like, like – what I love about science is like it taught us how we've evolved through millions of years. And then I'm like, how the fuck did we ever make it out of the jungle? Right. Just, there's With just so fucking many of us and we fuck so, so often. But, but and, I mean, even 10 years ago, it wasn't this fucking stupid. And like every day there's some <laughs> like our president of the United States is a fucking idiot. And you got like shit like this, like like and. It's always the same group of people, too. It's always the same group of Christian conservatives. They just say dumb fucking shit. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm prepping for the end of the world. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, fucking work. <laughs> we're fucking. Something's got to like, go down. Something, I get it. Yeah, yeah I get it. You're Ignorance like, is if, bliss, as the saying goes. And if people in, can sit up here and say this type of shit and have, like, hundreds of thousands of people nodding along, like, yeah, that's true. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's terrifying. It's like every country. It's the religious groups in every country that are holding it back. Every time it is, but I mean, at the same time, you got to say it's also the religious groups that have progressed humanity, at least in, in the older days. You know, if not for Christianity or at least Western civilization as we know it, would we be where we are now? Or would, no, I think we'd be I a lot. We'd be way ahead. Yeah, yeah because look we'd at the dark ages, ahead. man. The dark ages is a perfect example of why you don't let Christianity and religion run your fucking governments and your societies. And I honestly yeah. believe we're heading to another dark age right now at this rate. Like, no yeah. joke. I think that's where we're happening. All it's all being busted in by these stupid fucking YouTube videos. Yeah, it definitely is is uh, something where it's like, you know, what the, it, I feel like uh, this type of thought process is a roadblock for any kind of progress. I feel like it is now, like post-enlightenment. But I don't feel like the enlightenment would have even happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if there right. was more thought, like, if they, if they hadn't broken out of that thought process, the enlightenment wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? But like it the took same people time, to go against that thought process. I don't have that much confidence in people. Like I feel like there is the, <laughs> like really like, like there is it, there is this there is a certain group of people that really need that shit. And yes, they hold the rest of us back. I think of the fact that we are able to live without God as a privilege. There's a guy there's a guy that comes on the, the podcast all the time named Kelly. And <laughs> oh my god is that the guy that yeah i debate him every time on your damn <laughs> yeah. boring 
<laughs> Everybody you know thinks he's like, like, on here, man. Really like, I want to debate that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's frustrating, man. He's frustrating as oh, fuck. No, he, ain't, he ain't debated me. I'll tell you, fuck <sighs> frustrating, bitch. Watch. <laughs> no, yeah, you'd probably be better than me. I'm too nice about it. Like, when honestly. did you debate him? <laughs> fucking nice. I'm I fucking no. Nah, bring his ass on here. Brent, you hear me, Kelly? Yeah. I'm waiting for your bitch ass right here on the Right to Reason podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do it, man. I'll back Wait, you is up. That, is I'll that the guy that, that, like, you, you have to be, like, miserable in your life? Is, is That's your whole entire reason why you've abandoned religion? No, but but what I was going to say, and I actually wasn't going to say this as a joke, but then as soon as I said his name, I hear Brent just go, ugh. <laughs> like, it ruined my whole point. I was making a serious point. But, like, like he became a Christian after he lost a loved one, right? And people like that, I don't. I, I wouldn't want them to not be Christian, you know, but then that's that's he's also the religious right. He's also the we support Trump, uh, even though he violates everything in our in our Bible, you know, but but yeah. like, he's that typical person. So it's kind of but that's, but that's the problem real quick. And I just want to I just want to interject for a second. Uh, the problem is with a lot of these belief systems is a lot of times people have these like tragedies or these events happen in life, like a divorce or loss of a loved one, which, mm -hmm. you know, that's a normal grieving process. But oftentimes they fall for these like belief systems that cause harm in society. It's the same thing with like cults. You know, it doesn't even have to be religion. Like people like join cults when they're desperate. And and the reason why that's important too is that's also how you find fall into ideology. Look at what happened in Nazi Germany. These people were in a desperate situation. They wanted to believe in something and they fell for what Adolf Hitler was saying. So I understand people's, you know, grief. I'm not trying to take that away. But the consequences of these people believing this shit and doing this shit is what's causing all this shit. And it's, and it's causing more harm and grief for other fucking people right now. Yeah, you know, we can't just sit here and be like, and this is the problem with skeptics that I have personally is I think they, we assume people are rational. And I realize, mm. I mean, we are to some extent, but it actually takes work. It's like a, it's like bodybuilding or doing anything. It's a skill set you have to fucking have. You're not just fucking rational, like off the bat. You're emotional before you are rational. And the problem is now everyone's becoming emotional. And I don't think we can change people's minds in a state of complete emotional bullshit right now. Yeah, that's that's exactly the point right there is that they use m emotions like that to manipulate you to go, hey, but this is true over here and it'll make you feel a little better. Like skepticism is full of uncomfortable truths, mm -hmm. but they're truths. I'm sorry. Like it, I hate to say it, but like, yeah, you can think that somebody's going to somewhere forever so that you can go see them when you die. But that's probably not the case. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, and that, it sucks that we can't really give the uh, comfort that religion gets, but we give truth, <laughs> you know, sorry. But hey, it's yeah. just like, let's celebrate their fucking life. God damn. I mean, how many times have we had us as skeptics have had conversations, rational conversations, both heated and non-heated, right? Like just trying to be you know, both like <laughs> civil to somebody and then also being like, fuck off. Right. And like <laughs> actually change yep. people's minds, you know, maybe like one percent. I think this is the problem that I've changed my mind since I've made the film is I don't believe people can change their minds as much as everyone else thinks. I don't think you're going to be able to be open to people and 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 they're going to be as open minded as you think. I thought that back then when I made the film, I thought, you know, Peter Bogosian and all them. I still like their philosophy, but I still think it could be challenged. I think that once people are set in those ways, it's very, very difficult for them to change their minds. It is, but I, I was very set in my ways and I changed mine. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. It is very difficult, but it happens. It does happen. <laughs> well, I, I see. I agree with you there, too. I mean, I, I totally changed my mind. If I learned anything at all in the past, you know, 15 years now, it's like, oh, OK, um, 
I didn't really believe in God all that much, you know, and I thought, you know, well, that's a price I'll pay at the end of life. But now it's just like, hey, dude, I, I, I can't even imagine why I wasted so much time on it. Why my yeah. parents wasted so much time on it. But why do you guys think you changed your mind? Because well, I, well, I, I had absolutely no reason to change my mind. I wasn't in a position where I was being forced to either follow religion or abandon it. I, I listened, I learned, I watched, I read, and I, the decision that I made is I can no longer support that a God exists and accept as an ideal idea in the minds that think it, period. That's the end of the conversation for me. I was always, you know, like, skeptical. Well, I, I, even even when I was a kid, I was like, I wanted to be a preacher, and I, I believed in God and all that, and I was, I was, I, I prayed all the time and, and asked forgiveness every time I jerked off. I felt so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Yeah, but, wow, you must have said that yeah. a lot, Rob. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Twice a day. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would fuck the couch. <laughs> <laughs> like before oh, I figured, a pillow. This well, everybody cool. had theirs. Like, more. like Louis C.K.'s joke is like, before you figure out how to jack off and you you, you first get hard, like his his thing was he said he would put his his boner into the refrigerator where like the rubber seal kind of like presses on it and it's cold. Oh, <laughs> but mine was I would just. My mom had this really nice couch and she she doesn't know and she, and she never will and obviously she didn't listen to this podcast. But but What's she your mom's number. <laughs> Back off, motherfucker. But anyway. This is my son, <laughs> but I would I would go and like it was just like perfect cushioning on the armrest and I would just slide my dick on it for hours. <laughs> well, I learned a horrible lesson one day thinking that the central vacuuming unit in my house was gonna do me good. Yeah, oh. it did me dirty. Wow. <laughs> it was wow. all fun and games until my balls got sucked into it. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did it really have that much suction? Like to oh, dude. oh my oh, god! I used to install those things. Yeah, they got suction. Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But the but long story short, I was always a little skeptical. Like things just didn't make sense. Like the whole sin, you're you're being held accountable for your your behavior and whether or not you believe. But you know, obviously, some people's behavior is based on their brains and and they're just different and. And whether or not you believe is just based on whether you got the information in the first place. And like, just there were so many things that just were like, this isn't adding up. Hell didn't make sense. That was the, that was my final one. Was well, it's like a college application. They they take multiple facets from your life, and that's how they decide. But no, I'm just kidding. I don't I don't know. That, well, it, it has to be right. That would that would be the only way to. And that's that's what I hear a lot of Christians come back with is, well, God God's going to make it fair no matter what. And it's like, okay, but if it, that's that's the power of God. The, the true power of God is the concept of I can just put all my doubts and questions into just saying I trust he's going to take care of it. But the whole reason that you trust he's going to take care of it is because of all these things that you're being told. But when the things conflict with one another, then you just give it right back to God. It's like this vicious, like mental cycle of cognitive dissonance. It's, it's, yeah. it, it, it ended for me when my daughter. Yeah, it was when my daughter turned five. And that's kind of like right when, you know fundamentalists kind of say that's that's when you need to accept christ in your heart right around that age five yeah yeah they started early informed decision at five, <laughs> five. get them young it's that five to 15 anything between five and 15 that's the magic number if you don't get them by then they're out and that, that... i've seen shrek yeah talking donkeys that makes sense actually yeah. <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> part of my destruction was um understanding the flood myth to the point where if you really and um i believe the guy's name is uh robert robert something ingersoll 
Robert Greene Ingersoll has an essay um, on the mistake. It's called The Mistakes of Moses. But in there, he's got this he's got this beautiful um, about two, three paragraphs where he describes the how the math doesn't add up for the flood myth. And it just blew my mind. And I like and this was a guy who, you know, back in the day when they didn't have TVs, they would go to the town hall and listen to stories or whatever. Um, he was big on that. They wanted him to run for president, but he refused to. But there was a movie called Defending Your Life. OK, um, it's got Meryl Streep and uh, Albert Brooks. It's a pretty funny movie. But basically, Albert, yeah, Albert Brooks dies and he arrives in, the, in his afterlife only to find out that he has to like literally stand trial to justify his lifelong fears you know to in order to reach the next phase of existence and like to for a lot of people religion is the greatest fear for them but they've but it's also it's done in such a way where they never think about it that way they think about it as you know oh you know it's going to make my life better it's going to do all of this stuff for me but at the base of it there's always that you're going to burn in hell and just for being human. Mm-hmm. There's some Christians that don't believe in hell, but I still think it's the same uh, process that you're saying, because the reality is, is that it's it's a fear of not being able to. It's the unknown. Like we're, we we're, we're problem solvers. So we're constantly trying to solve problems. So yeah. when we can't understand how something works, we think, oh, well, it must be X instead of actually being Y. That's why skepticism is so hard, because these are, you know, like you were saying before. I think, Brett, you were the one that's saying the hard truths, right? Like, yeah. There's, the, the 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 hardest part for people to deal with is truth, especially when it doesn't align with something that feels good or aligns with their beliefs. So this right. is an this is a way for it to make sense for them and to feel comfortable because that's what we want. We want to feel comfortable. We want to feel pleasure. We want to feel happy. But religion gives the opportunity to say, okay, well, in a chaotic world, right? Like for me, it, it the world and the universe makes far 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 more sense without a god. And I tell this to people all the time. I'm like, it makes more sense why there's chaos and why there's, you know, destruction and why there's all these things. Doesn't mean it has to always be bad. I'm just saying that when you look at the world and not being a a program by a, 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 like, a God, it makes more sense of why so many like people are like, well, why does bad things happen to good people? Because it's, it's part of chaos. That's what the universe is more chaotic than it is orderly. So it breaks down. Like when a glass falls down, it doesn't come back up. It makes more sense that there's chaos and we find order within that chaos. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that gives Absolutely. them the order and the we're always looking for the structure and the order within the chaos. And for some people, whether it's religion or cult, Whatever. Religion was easy for me to give up. I mean, you know, I grew up Catholic, but it was harder for me to give up spiritualism and conspiracy theories. That was my main thing. It was really hard living in that bubble to give that up. But once I did, I started to see the world for as it is. And I was like, okay, these are hard truths, but I'd rather accept that. But for other people, the fear is just too great for them. Uh, and the thing is, like, I think that heaven is the bigger driver because uh, people want to be able to see their loved ones after they die because it helps them kind of, you know, uh, have some hope for this you know, existence beyond life, you know, and so it makes it like, okay, to, but hell just kind of puts that, uh, that fire behind them to be like, this is why I have to do these things. It's sort of like a, a, you know, the carrot and the stick sort of thing all at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nietzsche even brought up the fact that once God was not dead or once God was dead, that those hard to staring people in the face would probably be too much for people. I mean, who doesn't want to see their loved ones again or whatever? Like I get that. I'm not yeah. empathetic to it, but the reality is, is that I'd rather face a reality that 
I know and manage it and live within it and live the best life of it. And, and after I'm dead, it's not going to matter. So even if I'm, you know, feeling the way I, once I'm gone, it, it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? No. Whatever I'm feeling, whether I'm happy or sad or longing for people, whatever, it, it's not going to matter after that. So just enjoy your life now. Like even in all this fucking chaotic fucking shit going on in the world right now, you know, <laughs> you got to find those moments where it's like, okay, I don't have control of half of this shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's got to be those moments you enjoy and that you care about. And the rest of it just, you know, fucking blow everybody else up. Yeah. And and if we end up being in some green room backstage, you know, and we get to meet all of our loved ones that have died or whatever, cool. But I don't know that's the case right now. So, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? I just have to kind of. <laughs> as long as, long I as I can motherfuckers the out there, you Pat Robertsons and you fucking Donald Trump. The fuck? I would never want to go to fucking heaven and spend the rest of my eternal life playing fucking harps with you motherfuckers. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I know, right? <laughs> I love I love how this whole this whole conversation, we, we were laughing our asses off at all these podcasts and that fucking song. End times like it, that, that that song was so bad it turned us from like this funny episode into this fucking end of the world hell people dying fuck everybody like it, it actually made us it was so bad it made us angry and i i could not have wished for a better outcome i'm just like, pissed <laughs> off that the guy's getting more views than me yeah i mean <laughs> does that to you that is so funny that like we could handle it for a little bit, but that fucking song just just turned us into these angry motherfuckers. Here's the problem with religion right now. <laughs> like we couldn't take any more. I have so many more videos. We don't have time to get to them, but uh, yeah, right. Thanks, guys. I, I, I appreciate it. It's so funny. This song ruined. It. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for uh, coming on the podcast today. <laughs> uh, you can find. Oh yeah. That's it. I'm not putting up with this shit. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do yours first. Uh, you can find Jason Hannerfeld on SoundCloud. I'm <laughs> sorry, this song's fucking me. On SoundCloud, um, just type in his name. He's a very talented musician. Uh, you can also find Reasons to Believe and Virus Called Fear on YouTube. That's Ben Fama Productions. And uh, Unapologetics ends with an X. That's Brentley's show. Uh, thank guys. Thanks so much. Beets and spinach and blueberry and strawberries. <laughs> Filtered water from Seychelles to take the poisons away. I like that too much. I guess you. Say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today for end times. All oh, these end times, end times. Thank you to Ben, Brent, and Jason. Thank you to Dave Blair at DaveBlairMusic.com. Thank you to Feedspot.com for promoting the right to reason to the top 10 atheist podcasts. Thank you to our patrons. You can support this broadcast at Patreon dot com forward slash right and learn more at the right to reason dot com next week we're talking economics and we'll learn about modern monetary theory from Stephen Grubbine between now and then remember that you have the right to reason mm-hmm.